Everybody loves everybody loves everybody loves to booty. Loves to booty. Loves to booty. Jam. So Every now and again, we try to get people in studio who are doing things uh, that kind of shape the country, things that could perhaps shape the future of a lot of young people. And I think our guest today embodies exactly that. BG Gibbs is in the building. She is uh, the owner of uh, BG La Maison du Couture. Did I say it right? Uh, almost. <laughs> okay, correct me. Uh, BG La Maison du Couture. Bijou la maison du couture. Uh-huh. There we go. So in simple English, <laughs> what does that mean? It basically means Bijou the house of couture. And uh, you have created amazing gowns for a lot of celebrities. Top of my head, uh, Miss Universe. Uh, there was actually the one dress that I wanted. <laughs> she was like, you can't have that one. Because uh, Rolene uh, handed yes, over Ms. her Will. crown. Yes, Miss yes. Will, sorry, correct. not Miss Universe. Right. Uh, wearing one of, your, one of your garments. That's correct. And some of the others, uh, just looking at this, Co- uh, Connie Ferguson, Bonang Mateva, Miss Tanzania, uh, former Miss South Africa, M- uh, Melinda Bam, uh, Marilyn Ramos. So you've been around the block for a minute. I've been around the block a couple of times. <laughs> so, I mean, what is it about you and the, the gown? that you create that you think attracts all of these big names to you? Um, you know something, it's, it's difficult to sort of explain how one attracts a particular client. You know, I think at the end of the day, it really boils down to doing what you love. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really sort of reflecting on what you love to portray and what you love to create. And at the end of the day, that that you put out there is actually going to reach someone that appeals or that that is appealed to what it is that you do. And then it just sort of happens. It's just a synthesis that kind of happens. So you can't really plan it, I don't think. And... I mean, just getting into how you decided, before we get into how you decide to be a designer in the first place, sure. um, I know you do a lot of wedding gowns. You've yes. done uh, one for Janine Hofmeyer, so the bride of Steve Hofmeyer, um, bride of Kurt Darren, bride of Brian Habana, TV uh, presenter and actress Garabo, well, Connie Ferguson, who plays Garabo in Generations. Exactly. So, I mean, a lot of people think you just create wedding gowns. Yes. Well, you see, the thing is, in essence, this is this is the thing about this country. This country is really small, so the social circle is actually quite small com- to, in comparison to the rest of the world. So couture doesn't really bring an income, a major income. Mm-hmm. So in order to actually make couture pay for itself or to actually be viable as a business – you know, you really have to consider where do people spend money? At what time or at what point in their life do they actually spend money? So the point is, it boils down to most people, if they're going to spend money on a gown at any point, it'll be for their wedding. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a a business decision at the end of the day. But my heart is really in couture as such, but it's just really not where the money lies. So let's talk about how you decided that this was, you know, going to be the path that you're going to take. Perhaps a lot of young people are listening now who are kind of trying to figure out what it is they want to do with their lives. And Mm -hmm. if they want to study fashion, Mm -hmm. uh, what was your route? What was your path and your journey? Well, can I tell you something? When I was young, so taking myself back to 17, 18 years old, um, deciding that this is what I want to do. I want to become a fashion designer. I wanted to conquer the world and I wanted to be world famous by the time I was 21, right? So, of course, this is stars in the eyes and whatever. Yeah. And then, of course, you get a little bit of a slap from the universe that kind of puts you right back down mm-hmm. to, to level ground and kind of goes, okay, well, you know, just think again about this. Yes. 
Um, and so, you know, I just wanted to shortcut everything. So I chose the shortest the shortest course I could find because I just wanted to get ahead, mm-hmm. you know. And at the end of the day, through my career, it's actually come to bite me, you know. So if I was to advise any youngster now that's thinking about going into the fashion industry is don't be in such a hurry to short track your learning. We actually you know? did an interview with Gert uh, Johan Kutsia, and yes. I know he didn't even finish high school. I think at grade nine, he decided, this is actually not what I want to do. I want to be a designer. And then he sure. went off, well, to fashion school anyway. Yes, yes. You know, the thing is, I was put straight into second year. When I started studying, I studied at Leggett's Academy of Design. It doesn't exist anymore. The only option for um, graduate, uh, the only thing that you could actually um, get out of it was a diploma. You couldn't mm. get degrees. Nowadays, you can actually study for a degree. The school doesn't exist anymore. But part of that course didn't even, it didn't even touch on business. So now the thing is, you know, doing fashion is a fun thing. It's creative. It's creative, creative, creative. But at the end of the day, it's like at some point you actually have to turn this creativity into a viable source of income. Yes. So without any form of business foundation, you know, where are you going to be stuck? Mm. You're going to be stuck, you know. Or you'll and come up with the greatest designs without being able to exactly. put Exactly. How do you on the market table? yourself? Yeah. How do you cost yourself? How do you actually... You know, how do you convert that? You have to convert it into an income mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, so, I mean, this is the thing. When I guest lecture at, at um, some universities and, and um, institutes that teach, um, you know, fashion, this is the one thing I actually bend the ears of the students about. And I can actually see them rolling their eyes yeah. at the back of their head going, oh, God, here it goes again. <laughs> um and the thing is, it's just the one thing that really got me unhinged mm. so many times in my career. It's just the not having the business skills. Mm. So I'm sitting there and it's like the creativity, no one can take your creativity away from you. It's either there or it isn't. Mm. So you've got to put foundation blocks under that. Mm. It, it's the most important to thing. To be able to turn it into you know? an actual so business. So even if you're doing a course and your course is creative, do yourself a favor. If it doesn't offer a business side to it, go and study something business-related that actually is going to give you the foundation that you need to really actually help you in the future. We hang out with uh, BG Gibbs. I really want to get talking about the wedding element i can imagine just how dramatic i mean we have the shows like say yes to the dress we have south african yes. versions of that as well mm-hmm. and the, the the brides always come in there hella nervous so it, it would be interesting to kind of pick your brain as to what you come across when you do some of these fittings but if you have uh, questions for bg give us a call 089 or tweet us we at the tabuti show it's where's my meds it's called closer on five it's Gemini Major and Younger. It's called Wagwan. Where's my maids? And Rahim came. It's ahead of that with Closer. 30 minutes after 11 o'clock. It's the Tabuti Show on 5FM. We're hanging out with BG Gibbs, who is the owner of Biji La Maison Couture. Did I say it right now? <laughs> no. Couture. No. It's fine, Tando. It's horrible. You're I'm so many. bad. It's okay. <laughs> no stress. Well, she creates wedding gowns, amongst other things. And I'm really interested in wedding gowns. I don't know why. <laughs> hint, hint, Maybe nudge, she's trying nudge, to tell nudge. us something. She's trying to tell us something. <laughs> but I mean, I can, you can imagine for somebody who's getting married, they're hoping that this will be the first and last time that they get married. So they put a lot of thoughts, a lot of effort into it, and they probably come in very nervous. What are some of the been the oddest things that brides have requested or asked for? Oh my goodness, odd. I mean, 
How much time have you got? <laughs> 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 there have been many odd requests. Um, can I tell you something? It's like, it's my job to sit down and actually listen, mm. you know, because no one gets married with the intention of getting divorced. So very often if people come in, it is for the first time. And they are nervous because they have they haven't done this before, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, you know, obviously this is where the, fu- the function of a wedding planner comes in, which is fantastic. But if you're doing it on your own, then it really just is a matter of sitting down realizing as a designer this person hasn't done this before you know drop the airs and graces this is a place about you so the wedding gown is all about you everything else about the wedding is about everyone else essentially the wedding gown is all about how you feel about yourself how you're going to portray yourself how you're going to carry yourself the memories that you're going to take forward after this day Um, so it really is a matter of sit down listen to that person and actually just let them show you reference pictures if they've got reference pictures just let them talk and whilst they're talking you know you sort of pick up a little bit about the personality and you can already assess their their body proportions how they carry Mm. themselves how vibrant they are how conservative they are so that vibe you pick up when you're actually speaking to someone so you you basically analyze the person's character they don't even realize and as a bride coming in judgmentally yeah yeah, it's not a judgmental mm. thing it's just observation Mm. And as a bride coming in, what are some of the things that I should already have figured out in my head or um, should be able to show you to show you what I want? Okay. The first thing to do is if you really don't know what you want, I don't know a single person that doesn't know what they don't want. Yes. So start there. So start with the basics. It's like if you really don't know what you're looking for, at least say, right, okay, I don't like this and I don't like that. And you'll easily be able to say it's because of this. Sometimes it's an an association with a particular person that wears that kind of thing the whole time or an association with a time of their lives Mm. where their mother dressed them a certain way. Mm. Or, you know, you get really random sort of reasons for why people don't like certain things. So if they explain to you why it is that they don't like something, you can actually easily determine is it actually the mental association to that thing Mm -hmm. or is it actually that thing? Is it lace that you don't like? Or is it beading that you don't like? Or do you just have no style? Do you like shiny things? (laughs) Don't you like shiny things? But you see, the style is what we're there for. The style is what we're there for. Yeah. So, I mean, have you had a bride come in with a really, let's be honest, not so pretty idea of what they want their gown to look like. And yes. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still your name. It's still your brand. Exactly. And you it's don't want to. reputation exactly. going down the aisle with them. So have you had, <laughs> <laughs> literally, so have you had to turn people down or do you just some kind, find a way to kind, to kind of come to some sort of understanding? Diplomacy comes into it. Yes. Because at the end of the day, you have to respect what it is that that person loves. You can't railroad them. I'm mm-hmm. not a designer like that. I don't like railroading people. I hear them out. And then look at the design. And if I genuinely think that there's something not working with this, I'd rather design and sketch alternatives. Okay. You know, rather than say, listen, I don't like what you've come to the table You're with. Horrible. Because, because then what's going to happen is you're actually <laughs> just going to knock their self-confidence. Yeah. You know, and um, there are ways of dealing with that. So you actually just make suggestions. It's like, what, have you thought about doing this? Or have you thought about doing that? 
you know, and then you just got to open the possibilities and then that opens a whole new arena. And I've never known somebody that hasn't responded to that in a positive way. Mm. And I think also if they trust you, and that's what the whole first meeting about is about. It's about somebody coming into your space. You realize that they haven't done this before. You need to show them that you know what you're doing, not in an arrogant way, but that you know what you're doing and you have their best interests, interests at heart mm. and that you're there for them, you know. And I think once they get that, then they'll learn to trust you. Okay, and so once someone trusts you, then you've basically, you've got the job half done, mm. basically. I imagine the question on everybody's mind, what's the cheapest you can get a wedding gown for? Like, obviously you can go buy a ready-made one, but a, a design tailor-made one for you. Uh, it depends on where it is you're shopping for that. So, so we're talking about you specifically. Okay, me specifically, you're probably looking bottom line about 25 for a okay. wedding gown. Um, we have done dresses for less. Um, it just depends. But then again, people come in with, let's say, Elisab designs, mm-hmm. and then they've got a budget of 5,000 <laughs> rand, and you kind of go, well, that isn't going to happen. You mm. know, where in this universe are you going to come up with all that detail and all that? And if you want to replicate something like that, it's going to work out a lot of money Mm. if it's not the fabric it's the time Mm. if it's not the time only then it's the the crystals or the embroidery you know it's all it all boils down to time and we've we've also seen how people ask for i don't know so like a beyonce dress yes and then what actually comes out is completely different well you see the thing is it's like you've got to you've got to adjust your expectations according to the budget that Mm. you have to spend realistically there is no correct budget you know that that is not for me to decide Mm. but you have to realize that your ask has to be in line with that that you can spend yes you know and if you're going to go to some dodge person who charges you 500 rand or something like that and you're coming in with an elisab type design or you're a wang type design then you cannot have your expectations be what that original design was. It's physically not exactly. possible. Okay, well, you're showing at uh, the wedding expo and I'm going with you. Uh-huh. And I don't want to go alone. So if you're listening and you want to come with me. I thought you were going to ask me. No, I've already got a ticket for you. Calm <laughs> I down. I was going to ask you. So, so that <laughs> you're already married. You've got no business being there. I can maybe try and help out. No, thank like you, Justin. <laughs> we will pass. He just wants to go there for the like, pretty lady. <laughs> <laughs> who are getting married. Yes, that are getting married. So Sibs and I are going and if you'd like to tag along maybe you and a friend it could be like a double date then uh, just tweet us at the Tabuti show let us know that you want to go BG where can people get a hold of you um, well, they can find us on Facebook. That is Beji La Maison on Facebook or Instagram, which is Beji underscore La underscore Maison. Um, and then further than that, our website goes live today or Yay. tomorrow. And that's www.bijilamaison.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, uh, BG, and for enlightening us because I think a lot of young people get nervous. I mean, my little sister studying fashion and I know how much work and effort and ex- how exhausting it is. Huge. Um, the work that you do so congratulations on thank all your you. achievements and all the best for the future thank you thank you so much everybody loves everybody loves everybody loves to booty loves to booty loves to booty jam